Hey guys, uh, here's our new post, one massive reason why obsessing over your CTL can ruin your race season. And I wanted to record this video because I understand that some of you don't like reading. So really, we're just going to go through this article that is going to get posted. And this is just a little Google Doc that I've put together for our editor to post for us. And really, once Strava decided to incorporate their version of a performance manager chart, calling it fitness and freshness, athletes started to dig into their own data more and look at graphs of how fit they were. Um, I really like this idea because it helped athletes understand what chronic training load was, what's acute training load, what's training stress balance. And they gave them different terms that were more uh, easier to digest. So, But there is one massive reason why you shouldn't obsess over this curve and base your overall fitness solely on this one number. So CTL is what Strava calls fitness, ATL is what Strava calls fatigue, and TSB is what Strava calls form. So ideally to race at a cat three level, which most people are aiming to get at, and since most people are fours and fives and trying to upgrade, um, you want to have a fitness that's at or above 70 and a form that's close to or above zero. Uh, that number 70 changes. If you're a cat one, you want it around like 110, 100 to 120, let's say. But when people start to rest, they hear, oh, my fitness is plummeting. And that's only sort of true. I mean, technically, your chronic training load, yes, it is plummeting. But when you rest, this is when you actually get stronger. Your body adapts to the stress, the rides that you've done, and you come back stronger. So while the CTL will go down before a race, a big event, as you're resting, you are getting stronger. So... People ask, hey, can I just count TSS points and not look at CTL for race fitness? And uh, it was a great question asked at one of our Evoke Bike Power Builder Mastermind sessions here. And we discussed, uh, there's a link in the article you'll have to go to. There's another video that I kind of recapped that meeting. Um, you can count TSS points, but they don't actually show how race ready you are because they don't look at repeatability, intensity of your workouts, or if you've done any race-specific efforts. So after the mastermind group, I started to do a bunch of base miles, riding at zone two and three. Um, some people will say zone three is not base, but because I'm a cyclist with so many miles, uh, I think that um, you get a lot of the same physiological benefits from zone three. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked by Craig's text messages. Um, it, it is a huge help in building aerobic capacity, but I do say that tempo is the silent killer because if you ride tempo, aka fast fun, all the time, you'll find yourself overtrained and you'll find yourself pretty flat. So uh, while this will drive my fitness, according to Strava, am I really fit in the sense that most athletes are interpreting this fitness score as? That's the big question. So you can see here on the graph, this is my performance manager chart up till I start this training. So really from late October until December, you can see I peaked out at, let's see here, 84 points, but really it's around 60. You know, I was in the gym a lot. I wasn't riding a ton. I was riding on the weekends and 60 is low for um, a competitive cat one. So what kind of riding did I do? Was I doing intense riding at all? Um, when I, before this, not really, you can see it's a lot of zone two and three. So I've just been cruising. 
um, just doing base miles and I was going to continue to do that. So here is from December 26th till just yesterday, January 22nd. Yeah, today's the 23rd. Uh, again, zone two is light blue. Zone three did some massive tempo. I did one effort in there on one day. Um, and I have a little bit more red here. I did a couple benchmarks of, see, there's no red here before. Uh, here there's a couple. Um, for anaerobic capacity. And I want to show, though, when you're racing, you can obviously see more red. This is the whole race season. But it's still, obviously, since these are percentages, most of your riding is below anaerobic capacity because you can only do that for short amounts of time. So another thing that's huge now that everyone's talking about, so I figured I'd incorporate this. Can you use the polarized training numbers to gauge intensity? Because a lot of people, are he, you know, Steven Seiler and the polarized camp have the three zones. Zone one is really the traditional zone one and two. Zone three is uh, thresholding up. You can read my other blog post on my thoughts on that. But um, I thought, how can I tease this out so I can look, am I riding intense or not? Is my riding just base miles aerobic capacity building? So I created a new column here to tease out tempo wattage. Now, when you look at what your power at VO2 max is, you can go in and use this equation to tease out what's tempo and below. So what's base miles, okay? Um, you can you can't see here in this video, but if you go in the blog post, the percentage is all in like the 90s, okay? So I'm not going hard at all. I'm riding base miles. So the proof is out there. I'm just riding base miles because we want to see is just riding base miles, what's it going to do to my CTL? What's it going to do to my fitness score, right? So I want to build my aerobic capacity, and I continue to do these miles at, I feel like a repeated record, but I want to drive this home, zone two and three. Okay, I double-check the percentages. Um, so I say, hey, you get it. I've been riding hard. I, have, I haven't been riding hard, but I've been riding a lot. So here is what happens to my chronic training load. You can see the blue line go up and up and up. It's not, doesn't look that sharp. So I decided to zoom out and take a, a better look over the past 90 days, okay? And this is that portion, okay? This is like what a lot of people see. Blue, I want to point on the blue periods. This is beforehand, okay? Before I started this training, when I'm in the weight room and my it's not climbing much, this is rest. When your acute training load dips below your chronic training load, you're resting. You're getting fresher. And this is what it should look like before a big race. Maybe not as long as this one, or definitely not as long as this one, but you don't want to be doing this and going into a race because your training stress is going to be negative. You're not going to be fresh enough to race and hit the highest wattages. Um, there are some nuances to this, whether you're doing a short prologue time trial, a crit, or a road race, and your coach will address that with you. But look, this is a massive build section here, okay? And athletes look at this, and they tell me, well, look, look at this. My number is going up. My fitness number is going up, and I've looked on Strava, and I'm really fit. So am I fit and race ready? Or are they right? 112 it's at, okay? I'm not fit in the terms that – 
athletes are using it as because people are associating fit with race and event ready. I am tired as hell. I posted some videos the other day on Instagram. Like you can see it in my eyes. I came home to do a foam roll after my last ride and I ended up just laying on the ground, just tired. And I went and ate half a pizza with Chris and my friend Lucas and his fiance Skylar. Um, you need to go rest and take the rest and people will do these builds and not rest. And they, they, it's a recipe for plateauing for mediocre performance. You can do better. Just put the bike away for a couple of days and, and, and follow a rest week. And we have another video. There's a difference between rest and taper weeks. So here's the one massive reason why focusing just on CTL or fitness scores can ruin your season. It might just be aerobic fitness, not race readiness. I haven't worked intensity. I haven't worked repeatability. I haven't worked anything remotely close to a race-specific effort. So if there was a rider at my same caliber, a Cat 1 or 2 or a strong Cat 3, that may only have a fitness score of 80, but who has done interval-specific efforts, has time at 95% VO2 max or higher. I have other posts on that. Um, has done any Tabata-style workouts, getting that on-off engine ready to go, um, race-specific efforts, they would drop me like a hammer. Right now, I am base miles ready, okay? So while, while I've accumulated a lot of chronic training load or fitness, I'm not race ready and I'm not race fit. I'm just tired. So moral of the story, do not use the PMC chart to gauge whether you're ready for a race or truly fit in the way that we all use that word. Use it to track what it tracks, chronic training load, and the balance between your fitness and freshness. Follow us today. We're going to have the Facebook, IG, YouTube button. Please comment below. What are you doing to stay fit? Come to our Power Builder Mastermind. Send us a message with your questions. Evoke.bike. We're here to evolve our IQ as a group, as cyclists. We are all members of this. Um, you know, We want to help you out. All right. Thank you for watching. Let me know what questions you have and comments. If you disagree, please let me know. We are always open to new ways of thinking about things. And uh, if I made a mistake on something, let me know. I'd love to hear uh, your reasoning behind it. Thank you.